Okay, we are rolling. Um, hey, should we talk about what people are saying out there? Uh, should what, we cover that? I don't even know. What What are people saying? Oh, you didn't hear this? Uh-uh. Hold on. I'll play it for you. This came from Chris, fragmental of all people. Okay. Hello to my two uneducated best friends who definitely aren't sponsored by MyFragranceSamples.com, who actually are sponsored by MyFragranceSamples.com. Hope you're enjoying those tasty Rogers I sent over for you. Speak soon, guys. Hmm. Why would people think that? I don't know. Why would they think that we're not sponsored by MyFragranceSamples.com? When we are clearly are sponsored by MyFragranceSamples.com, <laughs> and we're going to be giving away a partial of Ralph's Club Parfum. That's right. If you're a Patreon, get ready, because this week we're going to be doing an episode on Ralph's Club. We're going to smell it, and then we're going to give that partial away to one of you lucky Patreons. That's right. You're going to be able to click that little flask, just like we're clicking the record button and jumping into a brand new episode of the Cologne Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And we're two best friends going on this fragrance adventure, smelling things, talking about things, and... Giving yeah. our uneducated opinion on it. Giving you our philosophical angles. Yeah. This is a, somewhere harking back to the past. Yeah. Actually message one of our friends and Patreons, John. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, we're prepping for this fragrance philosophy episode. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah. I know we've had a lot of people say that they missed those fragrance philosophy episodes. And guess what, baby? They are back. Man, too many people. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm sick of the messages. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what this episode is going to be about. Can I stop you before you get into it? Yeah, sure. What are you wearing today? You never told me. What are you wearing? Yes, I did. I said I was told you I was wearing blockade. God, it smells good. Mm, I know it. It smells good. We've okay. got to do an episode on that, by the way. We're going to. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. This morning, I'm on my personal YouTube, mm-hmm. and I'm just flipping through some shorts, and up pops Chris Fragmental. <laughs> And he's talking about signature scents. Oh, is this his latest video? Uh, I don't know if it's his latest video, but it was whatever shorts that he had. Oh, okay. And I messaged him because, you know, we're BFFs like that. Mm-hmm. And what he said in, well, I'll get into it later, but what he said in the short, it's just a quick little 30 to 60 second video. And I was like, wow, this is very valuable content. And really? so I messaged him. I was like, man, this is a great short. This what did he say? Great, what did he say in the short? No, no, no. You're going to have to wait. Okay. But I was like, this makes me really curious what people have to say about signature scents. And so, today, that's what we're going to be doing. Ryan, how do you feel about having a signature scent when you have a collection so juicy out there (laughs) that you're just like, I could wear a different fragrance every day and never run out? Like, how do you feel about having, like, can can you How do you handle that? How do I handle that? What do you feel about it? I'll give you my opinion on this, but before we do, I wanted to read an email. It was a really heartfelt one sent to us about a week or so back, and I just want to touch base on it because it deserves a read. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we love our listeners, and we love when our listeners write us and tell us how great we are. (laughs) Especially this one. Jason writes... Hey guys, I'm new to your podcast, relatively, and I love it. I think currently I'm on the Grand Sior episode. I listen to you guys all day at work. I love frags, and much like you guys on your first season, I'm just getting into being a frag connoisseur, LOL. Also, as a side note, Ryan is the shit. (laughs) What? (laughs) Don't worry, if Mike ever dumps you, I'll be there for you. 
smiley face. Todd, I want you to erase this guy's name <laughs> from the episode. Bleep his name out. I'm 40 as as of this year, and I hail from Calgary, Alberta. I hope I said that right. Oh, a Canadian. Oh, is it? Okay, I'm, we're Americans. We don't keep up with geography. That sounds like a Canadian. Yeah. Home of the greatest outdoor show on earth. I only have 30 characters left, so fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Hey, yeah. I really do appreciate that. And you're one of many that have I've actually told their love about me. Yeah. More and more come in every day. I'm like, what is the deal? What am I putting out there that makes people like Ryan more than me? One email. It's so long. We may touch base on one day. Oh, here. my Lord. Yeah. But that one was like, Mike's so mean to you. It was a buy me a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it went on forever and it trashed me up and down. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we're just poking fun of each other. So if you're anybody out there, I want you guys guys to seriously send some love to mike he deserves it i mean honestly <laughs> now don't do it now because i'm gonna feel like you're just faking it you did it because you were asked to not out of the goodness of your own heart so i don't want it now <laughs> he's so jaded against the fans now. <laughs> okay let me get so let's touch base back with the question the question was and i think this is a great time i'm okay. sorry i'm sorry to interrupt no, interrupt that that's probably why they don't like me as much as you i'm just I just got to talk so much. <laughs> this is a perfect time to pick back up on this because now we've bought more fragrances. We've smelled so many more fragrances. Yeah. This is a perfect time to bust out the fragrance philosophy again, especially this specific idea because now I think we're different than we were season one. I agree. Partly. I definitely, I have more, mm -hmm. but I still have so very little compared to other people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, when I say I have a collection, can I rattle them off? We have time. Yeah, go for right. it. Look, I've got full bottles of Guerlain Vetiver, Prada Lunarosa Carbon, which is almost gone. Mike sees it every time, and he, like, starts weeping in the car. Yeah. Aquadigio Perfumo, which may be Parfum now, considering they discontinued that. And Elysium. I mean, we have just a little bit of that left. That really don't count. That's kind of out of my thing now. Yeah. It's really those. Oh, you're counting. You're not counting the ones that have just a scoochy. No, I'm not counting. I'm counting like, like what I actually have that I can really use like right now. Big, juicy yeah. bottles of. So okay. I'm going to say probably those three is what I really have right now. Yeah. And even that is kind of a conundrum of what am I going to wear today? But I'll tell you what I kind of fall into. Or Let me step back. Were you asking, even with this collection, can I have a signature scent out of those? Is there one that I just love? Take it whatever way you want to take it. I think even if I had a lot more, I think mm -hmm. there are certain fragrance or two that I would just go, that is my vibe and I want to wear that religiously. So if your proposition is like kind of asking me, can you have a signature scent and this huge collection? Probably so. Does it make sense to have a huge collection and a signature scent? For me, no. Okay. That's the reason why I don't go out and buy everything that I fucking love. Right. Because I just, I'm already having issues with just a handful of bottles. I couldn't imagine if I had, a, you know, let's just say 50. That'd be a small number still compared to some people. That wouldn't even be a collection in the fragrance community. Exactly. And I would still be like, man, that's just, I don't know. I mean, it's a great hobby to me. I love, I absolutely love fragrances. I live and die by them every fucking day. It's the one thing that I do every day that I'm not afraid to go scorched earth on my body with the fragrance. <laughs> Because I do love when I want to leave a lasting impression on people, whether they love it or they gag to death on it, <laughs> I want that interaction. So, but for me, I couldn't own 50 bottles. I just couldn't. 
Yeah. We have, how many decants do you think we have here? Just at the studio. I'm going to really try to guess the number here. Really try. I'm not, I'm not over-exaggerating. Yes. Okay. So don't think I'm blowing this out of proportion. Yeah. Maybe 400. Yeah. And how hard is it for us, just decants, to touch this mountain of a problem? <laughs> right. Yeah. To decide what fragrance next. Yeah. It's fucking hard. And on top of new stuff coming out that people want to hear our opinion on. Yeah. That's just decants. I couldn't imagine full bottles, even 50. So for me, right. my, I guess my thing is I would probably lean heavy into saying I have a couple of signature scents, plural. Mm-hmm. One would obviously be Aquadigio, Perfumo, or whatever fucking part of the line that's going to do it something close to that since they're discontinued for whatever dumbass reason <laughs> Giorgio Armani has to do with that. You don't seem upset at all. <sighs> I've already kind of, te- I told him, I sampled it, I saw it in Dillard's and I sampled it and I was just like, what do they do to my boy? <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm like holding up bits and pieces of his mangled body, closed casket over here for my fucking bottle. Yeah, I haven't smelled it yet. Wait. Maybe I did. I think you did. And I think you kind of preferred it. Maybe. I'm not sure. But long story short, I would That's have not a- really in my wheelhouse anyways, for those listening that didn't know. Yeah, he hates aquatics. But that's probably my number one signature scent. Outside of that, it would be something like red tobacco, probably in the wintertime, or Lunarosa Carbon is also an easy one because it's inexpensive. I know it smells good. We literally got a message sent to us saying, hey, the people were going crazy how good you guys smell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we wore it into- <laughs> A meeting, a yeah, business meeting. Yeah. And then we got a private message later that said, after you guys left, all they could talk about was how good you smelled. Yeah. So, it's like, that's a easy, it's been validated, it's cheap. I'm going to yeah. wear that. Oh, yeah. I do love that one. Dude, I love Elysium. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a time I've ever gotten a compliment on it. I have. Really? I can remember. Okay. I've gotten two compliments on it. One from somebody I was working with, and then one from a lady at a gas station. Really? She went on and on about it. Really? Yeah. Was it the original Parfum one? It was whatever the episode one we did. Okay. Yes, that would have been the Parfum. Okay, so there's my take. What's your rebuttal to that? Okay. Well, first, I want to read what our friend John said. Okay. You want to be cool like John, you can be a Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Cologne Podcast. John says, I think we should have one. That way, it becomes part of memories for those that are around us. Absolutely. It's kind of hard, though, for me because I have so many that I wear, but I make sure to wear my scent when I'm doing special things with the family. Hopefully, that scent will be in their memory of good times together. I agree with that. I think that is the best take on it. Yeah. That's kind of like what Chris was saying in a short. He was saying that he hopes that someday his girls will... Smell, I think it's Reflection 45 by Wash, and think of him. Yeah. And that just got me thinking. That's why I really, I thought it was really good content. Sometimes there's just a ton of throwaway content, but occasionally you run into something with the fragrance community that actually means something. That's why I kind of pushed to do this episode as well, because it got me thinking, what would my kids say their dad smells like? What is it? What do you wear a lot of? Or do you have you not figured one out yet? Are you on the hunt for your signature scent? I'm going to get into it. Okay. I'm going to talk about this. But he was just saying, overall, it's important to find a signature scent. And that's the one that he would say he wears the most. He also said that you'll find if you found something that really works well for you, because people will be complimenting or remarking on it a lot. It may not be compliments as much as somebody just going, that smells like you, or I knew you were here because I could smell that. Yeah. I know you're dying to know. 
my opinion. That I've asked you many ago. You told me to shut up when I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I feel like I'm not cheating here. Okay. My feeling was very similar to what Chris was saying and what John was saying, which is whenever I think about a signature scent, I don't really care about anybody but those that are so close to me. And that's where it matters most. I caught myself doing this today. I will spray a different fragrance on like after a shower and I'll, I may wear the same one over and over and over again after the shower just around the house. And I haven't been intentionally doing that to go like, I want my kids to think about me when they smell this thing. I think it was just something I've done. That's just like, I'm going to be home. I'm going to, you know, this is the environment that I'm going to be in. I want to smell like this. Yeah. But when it comes to just everybody ever out there, if I'm going out to do something, if I'm going to work, I don't care about it as much. But I think when you're around the ones you love, you may need to be more intentional about the fragrance that you put on so that you can develop, just like John said, it was he said that so great that it's like he wants them to smell that and it take them back to great memories. No. Yeah. I agree with that. I think a lot of us in the beginning, that's how it always was. Yeah. I think collection, that's why I I don't want to be negative to people that have a huge collection. I think they're fun. It's like art. Yeah. You know, it's like you can collect a lot of things that you think are great, but there's got to be one or two that you're most proud of. Exactly. But for me, it kind of blurs things for me because I'm a person that goes, God, I feel like I got to use some of these. They're just sitting here. Yeah. You feel like you're being wasteful if you don't use them. Yeah. They got to have a purpose for them to just sit at my house would would be meaningless. So that's why it's like, even now, even though I know theoretically my main signature scent growing up since it came out has been the Aquadigio line. Yeah. It just, it absolutely has. That's what I've worn forever. I'd be seriously, somebody... We could pull somebody random that I've known 15 years ago, and we spray that. They would go, yeah, that's Ryan. That's what I wear. Now, I wear other stuff because I'm interested in how they smell and, you know, do I get compliments and stuff out of it. That's another reason why I don't go out and buy a lot because I'm kind of hurting right now just trying to figure out what three I want to (laughs) wear. Right. One, You know, Aquadigio is just a given. I I love it. I really love, personally, I love that smell so much that I'm happy to wear it anytime, anywhere. Something like Girl on Vetiver, I really love. And that's just kind of for me to enjoy kind of in the summer. I just kind of like how, you know. Again, that's kind of me. I'm being selfish more than Mike is. Mike's <laughs> like, oh, I'm toodaloo. I'm wearing stuff for my family. I'm over here like, man, well, I'm going to smell good. Well, first of all, <laughs> I'm saying that I don't care about the majority of people at all. <laughs> so, I wouldn't say I'm being, you know, just you know, St. Mike over here. <laughs> but it does make me want to be more intentional. Like John was saying. I do want to steal that play from his playbook here. Same with Chris, how he was saying. This is the one specific fragrance he would say that he admires enough that he would hope that his kids in the future would say that's what dad smells like. Yeah. I, th- I want that. I want to be more intentional about how I do fragrances, especially around my kids. Because I do like date days with them. I split up and go out. I want to be more intentional about what I'm wearing. Because I know in my own life, I could say, this is what my dad smells like. This is what my grandfather smells like. This is what my grandmother smells like. Not like this is crucial, but I would (laughs) feel like my kids wouldn't have a clue (laughs) what to say I smell like. They're spilling gas while they're pumping their car one day. Oh, God. He used to wear- (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I kind of agree with that because, yeah, I grew up, my dad wore Giorgio Beverly Hills, and the only other one he's ever worn is Aquadigio. Yeah. So, those two smells, absolutely, if I smell them, uh, if somebody walked by, I'd be like, my dad in here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I do. It's so funny. We're in such a weird time. America is such a, it's, I'm not trying to rally cry here, be negative again, but it's like, America is so consumer. Mm Mm-hmm. It is so, that's all it gives a fuck about sometimes. Now, not to say that older cats didn't have stuff to choose from. For sure. But at the same time, it was pretty simple. It was just a handful of stuff. Now, it's like the world is at your fingertips. You could have access to literally thousands of different fragrances. And what's your cup of tea? Yeah. I think people have always been the same. It's just accessibility that's changed. Yeah. People have been... I mean, hell, back to Cain and Abel. People have been angry and bitter and selfish and jealous from the beginning of time. I hate to paint that light, but I do have kind of a negative view on it. I think just general, if somebody goes, hey, Mike, define people. I don't go like sweet, loving, caring. You know, most of the time I'm like, wow, that person's loving and caring. That's a shocker because most people suck, you know? (laughs) They do. (laughs) And if you don't think that, just take a video of your face and put it up on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Other than actually the comment we got (laughs) yesterday where somebody said, wow, Mike, you're a very handsome man or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) That was a video where my head was already big enough. And (laughs) Ryan said, uh, it's big enough already. You don't have to. (laughs) But just in general, if you think that people are great, then just try to make content and put it out on the internet and you'll find. uh, Yeah, they will let you know. There are literally some trolls out there. (laughs) But for me, kind of going back, it's just like, I still think having a massive amount. I hate to tell you guys, but my mom's dead and gone. I love her. In fact, actually, the 20th of this month, I'll be Mm -hmm. celebrating. I don't want to say celebrate, but I'll be remembering four years since she's passed away. Yeah. And that's why me and Mike went through that one year. His grandmother passed. And then a couple months later, my mother passed. Yeah. Uh, God rest her soul. I love my mom. And she did so many cool things for me. So, going buying albums I probably shouldn't have been bought as a kid. <laughs> but she was very open. And because of that, I didn't, you know, some people have strict parents. Right. They get out of the house. They go fucking nuts. Yeah. I never went nuts because my parents were-, were Chill. They treated me like an adult when I was young. Yeah. Let me kind of do my thing. But yeah, she used to buy me stuff all the time. But kind of say something about my mother. She collected Beanie Babies, guys. Oh, yeah. And I can prove since she's passed, I, I have inherited that collection. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I look at it. God, I hate to say this about her. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it was a collection she invested in, I guess, at the time. She just liked them, yeah. you know, but she collected them. And, of course, you know, I thought they were kind of lame. I still think they're lame. <laughs> but the same thing about fragrances, like, I just hate to tell most people that I just feel like collecting so much and not yeah. focusing on stuff that you just really kind of want. Right. And that are going to be practical use. I just feel like it's such a waste to me. Yeah, but even more collecting fragrances like people who collected beanie babies and i'll lump your mom into this but i could be completely wrong they were convinced one day down, have a value down the road keeping this pristine will be of great value mm-hmm. i feel like and this could be a complete different episode but sometimes not always but sometimes collecting fragrances is just about more It's not even about value or investment. There are some out there. Yeah. 
But I see people that are just like, they're also just bargain bin shopping, buying 10, 15 bottles of $30 fragrances. You know, it's just like having more. That's an issue, I think. That is an issue. Yeah. It's. Do you think it's semi-addiction? Well, yeah, for sure. But I think what I was trying to say is ultimately that type of collection versus the Beanie Baby collection is, are all these Beanie Babies valuable? No, they're not. Somewhere, no. you know, but everyone was led to believe this was an investment. Fragrances, on the other hand, if you buy a bottle of Nautica Voyage, <laughs> you know, 20 bottles of it, is that going to be a smart investment down the road? Probably not. No. Watch us be completely wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's, but, I mean, honestly, it's, I mean, it's just luck of the draw. It's just like we bought for this podcast, we bought Blue Electric by, yeah. you know, YSL, La Nuit de Lone, you know, Flinker. Right. They canceled that thing super quick. Right. For sure. For us, it's not really that impressive of a fragrance. Yeah. But to some people, now they're like, God, it's gone. And they'll probably pay. I want it now. I can't have it. Now I want it. Yeah. Czar. They discontinued Czar, uh, Mm -hmm. whatever, Van Cleef and Arpel. Arpel. Yeah. Like, yeah, that thing, if you want to get the real deal of that, it's 500 fucking buckaroonies. And I think it's, maybe this is like with anything though, it's also the value of the person seeking out the thing too, of going like, oh, my grandmother wore this. Luckily, I can buy what she wore for $12. But, you know, if it was a 1960s bottle of Chanel- yeah. I'd be screwed. Luckily, she <laughs> yeah. just had cheap taste. <laughs> you know, I think that's a side note. But it, it does kind of marry back into the point that, you know, whatever she was wearing, I distinctly remember yeah. and want to experience again because it's tied to so many great memories. Yeah. And my mother wore white diamonds by Elizabeth Taylor. That was a popular one. It was super popular back in the day, man. God, it was so popular. Yeah, she wore that. I don't even know what it smells like right now, but I know if I smelled, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, it takes me back. Right, for sure. And and again, I do think that is the more important thing. I think finding the signature scent or a couple of signature scents that really speak to who you are as a person, stuff that you really like and you just kind of want people to remember that by, I think that's way more important, far more value. In fact, it's I think it's actually priceless. I agree. You can't put a value on that. No, especially if you find one that you really enjoy and people around you find it pleasing for you to wear. You know, that's the thing is finding something. I always get kind of happy when I'm wearing something and my kids go, oh, you smell good. Yeah. Because, you know, normally they're just like, dad's so cringe. (laughs) So when they're like, hey, smell good, dad. I'm like, yes. They're like, we take that back because you just made it awkward. Yeah. (laughs) If you didn't care, you'd be great. (laughs) The fact that you do care makes you a loser. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your original question? Let me try to answer it in a summarized sentence. How valuable is it to have a signature scent or would you rather just enjoy fragrances along the way and not care about leaving a lasting memory of a specific scent for you? Then I'll just say what I just said. I think it's totally priceless. I think you can't put a value on it because it's it's far more greater than smelling a million different things. Yeah. Because one day, hey, look, guys, I hate to tell you, father time is undefeated. It will never lose. We are all strapped to a fucking rocket, (laughs) ready to leave this (laughs) earth at any time. And you don't know when your time's up. And man, yeah, leave good, lasting impressions with people. Not just with fragrances, but personality if you can. Right. And try not to be like some people are in life. That's what I, you know. 
But it's like, yeah, I think leaving that kind of lasting impression on somebody where they can pick up a bottle of something one day or maybe have whatever you left behind, they just go, man, this was mom. This was dad. Yeah. I think that's far more valuable than anything you can collect. I don't care how many thousands of dollars you dump into it. What are you opening up a fucking pop-up shop or something? <laughs> maybe. Selling fragrances? I just don't understand having that much. Well, Steve just messaged. I'll let you know what he says. Oh, go ahead. He says- I think it can be a good thing as it can become part of your character. And I like that too. One thing that I've noticed is my grandmother passed and my children were very young. Sometimes they remember memories of her and sometimes they can't. Yeah. In the moments when, because they'll come to me and they'll be bummed out. They'll go, man, I, I'm sad that I can't remember Nanny. Yeah. And in that moment. I will go, well, check this out. I can spray a little bit of wind song and smell and go, that's that's what she used to smell like. That's what she would wear when for a special type of occasion. Yeah. You know, I think it is really special. It's really valuable. I'm not trying to cut you off, by the way. Go for it. But just talking, just to tell you guys how important sin is, let me give you a real story. This may be too much for a lot of people. It's a little morbid. Let's go there. I'm going to leave names out, but okay. a young man when I was younger- died tragically and at that time this is back when kids hung out all the time it wasn't just social media we just hung out and that you know this is somebody they family had a nice house everybody always over there at that house and hanging out with this yeah. kid and his family to tell you how important scent is and i'm leaving it out because i do respect this family and i respect the mother i'm about to talk about when this young lady's son died and she came back to the house and all of his kids were there too we're all sitting up in this room. There's probably like eight or 10 of us. It was like we weren't even there. She was so uncontrollably upset, obviously. Like anyone would be. Yes. It was extremely tragic. The first thing she did, and it haunts me, she ran to his dirty clothes basket and just grabbed everything with both hands and shoved her face into it and smelled his dirty fucking clothes. Yeah. Because she wanted to know just his skin sense. She wanted to remember what he smelled like. And I was like, man, that, that hit even early on. I was probably, I don't know, high school or just out of high school. I was just like, fuck, that is deep. Yeah. It just shows you just how much we really do resonate with somebody, what they smell like. For sure. Even basically just their skin. She wanted to know that. She wanted to remember that and burn it into her memory right then and there. Right. I have no doubt she'll never forget what that smells like. It's such a horrible situation where your adrenaline's running and everything else. I'm sure everything that she registered that day, she could paint a picture frame by frame of every moment of that day and that scent being included. So that's kind of why, yeah, I agree with this subject that, yeah, it is more important to have a signature scent than to just have a collection. Yeah, just because you have a fragrance for every scenario and it's a different fragrance and it's perfectly set up and spring and, you know, the first day of spring, I can wear this. But as it gets a little bit warmer in the spring, I'm wearing, <laughs> you know, just because you have all of those things that perfectly respond to the scenario. Sometimes it's better to just be yourself. Yeah. When we did weddings, it, we've said this before. It was spice bomb for me and you. It was as hot as it is in this room right now. Dude, and we, we fucking ran with that. Yeah. 
because we love that smell and we knew somebody's gonna like it. I don't know. We just wore it. We love that. We had no idea that you were not supposed to wear those sweet, spicy fragrances in the summer. Speaking of it being hot. <laughs> yeah. We have a voicemail sent to us by our friend, Sergeant Buttcheeks. Yeah, he left us a voicemail. Uh, well, the link's on our description when you listen to this, if you want to leave us one too. We love hearing them. Uh, he yeah. heard the last episode, and so he had to leave one. Thank you once again to Ryan for adding vocabulary to my verbiage. Satan's asshole is now a phrase I will use to describe the heat on a daily basis. Thanks, guys. So... Funny enough about, <laughs> I'm glad you're going to be able to use that, but something is very eerie about this voicemail. Oh, yeah. We've been kind of arguing whether or not this to be true. Is this snazzy Seth doing some type of voice and that's him? Yeah, I don't think it is. Ryan, he was really concerned. He even messaged snazzy earlier and was like, look, are you pulling our leg? Yeah. Have you actually been in the fragrance game longer than we have? <laughs> And he listened to the audio. I sent him, I've, I, you know, I asked him a message in audio form. He hasn't responded to me. He's ghosting me. Yeah, it's kind of like. And snazzy always loves to talk. <laughs> it's like people who say, I'm not saying that I'm not Batman, <laughs> but you've never seen me and Batman in the same room. <laughs> oh, God. So who knows? We'll we'll get to the bottom of it. We'll figure it out. But hey, Sergeant Butt Cheeks for the time being, hey, that one's on me. It's free. There you go. Hopefully where you're at, it's not as hot as fuck as it is right now in here. It is, it is so goddamn hot. Brutally hot. We bought an AC unit for the window over here in this little room, and it sucks ass. Yeah, we've got to replace it. Let me just give you guys a pointer. If you measure off your room and it says it's whatever, 150 square feet. Do not get the air conditioner that says it can handle 150 square feet. You're going to do like Ryan and I do, and we're going to buy the one that's the biggest possible <laughs> yeah. and cram it into the smallest room possible. <laughs> yeah, it's got to do like 500. Then, yeah, you're going to have frosty balls. Yeah. You know, that's what we love. That's the goal every day. <laughs> and with that, we conclude our first Fragrance Philosophy episode of Season 4, and really in a long time. Guys, it's been like almost a year or two, right? It's been forever. <laughs> if you've enjoyed that, we want to know. And also, if you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd ask you to consider being a Patreon. That helps us keep doing what you love for us to do. And until next time, spray it up, y'all!